here the final chapter okay so if you guys are not tuning in make sure you guys are tuning in right now like you guys can see right now here we have every chapter in the table of contents okay so this chapter has 12 reads no favorites ah, what's going on y'all what's going on but um let's get started right into this chapter okay Marcus stared at the ringing phone. He didn't realize the number, but he knew who would be on the other end. He answered. Hello, Marcus said. Is this Marcus Crampton? A female voice spoke sternly. Yes. I'm Detective Jones. Would you be able to come into the station to discuss a few details with us? Marcus was right. This game was going to help him take the gang down. Yeah, I'll be there. They spoke for a few minutes to give Marcus directions at who to go to before the call finished. Marcus jumped up with a smile on his face and headed to the station. He walked through the doors and approached the desk sergeant, gave him his details, then sat down. Not long after that, a woman in her 40s with blonde hair tied back and a stern expression walked up to him. Marcus, I'm Detective Jones. She, she said, extending a hand. Marcus stood up and shook it. Please, follow me. They started walking through a corridor where officers stood talking and walking past him. He could feel the anxiety rising in his body, suddenly aware of how many people around him could arrest him for what he was about to confess to. She led him into an interview room which looked like how they are on TV. Marcus sat at one end and the detective sat opposite him. Are you recording this? Marcus asked. It's not a formal interview, so no, this is a discussion, she said. Marcus was feeling more uneasy every second. The butterflies in his stomach raged war on his insides. What were you doing a few weeks ago in Knoxville Park? She asked. She pushed the CCTV photo of him entering the park, briefcase in hand. I went for a walk, Marcus said, unsure of how to say that, what he wanted. Did you lose that briefcase? Not long after you entered, we had you leaving it. She pushed another CCTV image of him leaving without the briefcase. No briefcase? Marcus took a few deep breaths. I want to tell you everything and the promise you arrest them all, Marcus said. Detective Jones smiled at these words. Go on. Marcus told her everything about when Skull first contacted him, the first night at the club, the threat to sell the drugs, and how many deliveries he made and to which locations. For the detective, she looked like Christmas had come early. Thank you, Marcus. We've been after this gang for a long time. With your testimony, they will be going to jail for at least 40 years each. They have made my life hell. They deserve this. We just need you to do one more delivery. What? Marcus panicked. No, I can't do another one. You will have to. We need clear proof of these crimes. Make a delivery, and we'll be watching. Then we will arrest the dealer. You will need to have a listening device on you. You want me to wear a wire? The detective laughed. This isn't a crime movie, kid. You will be under our protection. Marcus's head was spinning. He didn't want to, but knew this was the only way. I I'll do it. Marcus walked towards the club with his heart racing. He had a microphone hidden in the collar of his coat. Right now, they would hear the thumping of his heart. He walked through the club doors. He approached the office where Skull would be, going through the info he needed in his mind. He knocked on the door. Come in, Skull said. He was sitting behind the desk as usual. 
He looked up and spotted Marcus and bent down and grabbed another case from under the desk and placed it in front of him. Usual pick, please, Skull said without looking up. Is that Doxford again? Marcus said. Are you taking the piss? I delivered to lots of places. Rocker Park today. What am I carrying? Why do you want to know? I've been asked questions before. I like to have answers. Heroin. Street value of 500,000 pounds, so be careful. I will do. How's the club? Doing well. Is my promotion working? You know it is. Our customer numbers are triple than last month. So does it look good on the taxes? What? Skull looked at Marcus for the first time and Marcus could felt his eyes trying to read him. You know, money laundering in that. Skull stood up which made Marcus' breath catch in his throat. He walked around the desk and stood in front of Marcus. Why all the questions? I'm interested in the business. I want to know I'm doing my job well. Marcus told to breathe, but his chest felt like it was in a vice. You're normally shy like a fucking deer. You walk in and out without a word in the day you're suddenly Mr. Wants to Know It All? Marcus could feel his hands shake and sweat forming on his brow. You you said if I, I do good, then I would get pr promoted to bigger things. Marcus stammered. The tension filled the room, which felt like it was getting hotter by the second. Skull looked in his eyes, unblinking, until finally he smiled and clapped Marcus on the back. I knew you would be valuable to the game. You got a bright future here, kid. Wait till I introduce you to the real leader. You'll make sure you are settled for life. Marcus let out a breath that he didn't know he was holding. Th thank you. Does that mean I get a gun or something? Wait till you've spoken to him. You never know what he would do. You ever kill someone? No. Ha! Y'all look so nervous. If anyone guides you in trouble, they'll be the, at the bottom of the river where in no time. Now go. You don't want to be late. Marcus left the office and club and started his journey towards the park. As he walked down the street, he talked to himself so that the mic would hear. Did you get that? His phone rang and it was Detective Jones. Good job, Marcus. Now deliver the drugs and we'll begin our operation. The walk to the club took about 10 minutes. When Marcus got to the entrance, he received a message on his phone. We, we had, had the, the park, park surrounded. surrounded. He confidently walked in to find a dealer. He found him at the bench near a playground and handed him the case. Is it all here? The dealer asked. Yep, every last ounce of the heroin. Nice. Here we go. Hope to see you soon. At that moment, dozens of armed police surrounded Marcus and the man. They arrested the dealer's dealer as Marcus was led away. On the ground, the dealer yelled at him. You're dead. Fucking glass. Marcus was taken to a police car where Detective Jones was sat in the back. You did well, Marcus. The nightclub was hit at the same time and everyone has been arrested. So it's over, Marcus said. With the evidence and your sworn testimony in court, these people won't be seeing the outside world for a long time. Tears fell down his cheek at the thought of this nightmare being over. The next few weeks went by in a blur. The case made headlines across the country and increased Marcus's fame even more. Every member of the gang had been arrested and charged with almost 30 charges each. He found it hard to give evidence with court. And he did have to be moved out of his brand new house for a while in fear of attacks, but Marcus held his head high when giving evidence. It took less than 10 minutes for the jury to come back with a guilty verdict for Skull, the dealers, and many more. They were all sentenced to life in prison with a minimum term of 50 years. Overjoyed, Marcus partied with his family that night. His torment was over. 
Nine months had went by since the trial. Marcus had put the memory of that gang to rest for good. He had done a lot in that time. He had made partner on Twitch and was getting thousands of viewers every stream. He had joined YouTube and had gained just over a million subscribers and was doing very well for himself. He had landed a book deal with the publishers to write about his story with the gang and his rise to stardom without streaming, all without the help of the simulator. It sat in his computer untouched and Marcus ignored every notification it sent. After a while, it stopped trying until one night. Marcus was asleep when his computer turned on by itself. The noise and bright light woke Marcus up from his sleep. He checked the time and it was 3 a.m. He walked over to the computer and saw the simulator had opened up and like last time had updated itself. He read. It described the case, the verdict, and everything that had happened since. Bored and now feeling wide awake, Marcus advanced the year and that's when a warning popped up. No, no one, one becomes, becomes a, a snitch, snitch and, and lives. And gang, a gang member who escaped being arrested had tracked this character down. You, you die. die. Start, Start new life. life. The fuck? Marcus said. His character had been shot and killed by the gang member. Bang! Marcus slumped against his desk as a bullet ripped into the back of his head. He never even knew the man was behind him. The end. Y'all. Yep, you know we voting on this. Yo, this is crazy. Yo, so my man Marcus ended up not even living throughout this whole experience, bro. Like, my man thought everything was cool. He thought everything was sweet. And boom, bro, like, my man's, he didn't even know what hit him. Yo, Unruly, you did a fantastic job on.